0: Block talk radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Good evening and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, aka the Jazz Queen. Um, it is, what is today's date? It is uh, Thursday. Lord, I lost my train of uh, thought there. It's Thursday, September 20, 2018. Um, if you would like to join us and Ollie in the chat room, hey Ollie, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Scroll down to JJ Samburino's picture. Click on that. That will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is six four six seven one six. Five four eight five six four six seven one six five four eight five. I'm happy this evening to have back on the show guitarist J.J. San Saverino. He has a brand new CD called International Groove. Welcome back, J.J
1: Hello and good evening, my dear friend Terry. How are you doing?
0: I am doing well. Good evening to you. Um Thank JJ you. is one of the artists that I finally got a chance to meet. He performed here this summer, this past summer, at our Government Center Free Concert Series um, in a project known as the Groove Project, and that included Marcus Anderson and Ollie Silk. I'm so glad I got a chance to meet you.
1: It was a really wonderful treat, and I'm so glad that I got the opportunity to meet you, and I must say that you are very lovely in person, as you are over the phone. Thank you, sir. I
0: appreciate that. (laughs) So, yeah, that was a really nice concert. Um, I liked the grouping that the Government Center put together. You and Marcus Anderson and Ollie Silk, you guys played well together. Um, It was really nice. It was really nice.
1: It was. It was a nice chemistry. You know, I enjoy the settings when they put, like, the three three different musicians together and it really works wonderfully when you have like a guitar, a sax, and a keyboard. So it's kind of a little mm-hmm. bit of everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. So after the show, did you go anywhere or did you just go back to your room?
1: You know, I have to, I'm have. i embarrassed to say I went back to my room. And that is not huh. typical JJ, especially in Vegas. I was I had a lot of things in, in mind that I wanted to do, but it was, it was actually, Terry, the first show of a three-month tour that I did. Okay. So there was qu- quite a bit of preparation getting to that show, you know, always before a tour starts, the promotion and the... Fine print yeah. all the details, get everything ready and the practicing and organizing. So it was a lot of work and travelling to get there. So I figured I better to get my beauty rest and go to my room <laughs> and get some sleep and that's what I did.
0: And plus it was hot and that heat takes a lot out of you. You know, you guys are on stage performing and moving around and everything. And it was hot and so I can understand that. I went home too. I didn't mm. do anything. I just I went home as well. So <laughs>
1: Oh, man. But, yeah, yeah, well, it yeah, was hot, yeah. but, you know, Doc, the heat doesn't necessarily bother me. I'm one of these, I think, um, freaks of nature that I embrace that heat, and I, I love it. And when I'm on stage, I actually love it when it's hot like that because it's just like your blood is going, and, and it keeps my energy up, and I don't know, it has some sort of an opposite effect on me than other people, so I welcome that kind of heat.
0: Well, what did you think of the venue?
1: That was actually if I recall the third time that I performed at that venue and I love okay. that venue. It's a, yeah. it's I was there with Maxi Priest a few times. And uh, ah. I love the venue. I you know, I love Vegas and I, it's such a, a a lovely setting, you know, outdoors right there in the heart of Vegas, it's not like it's in the suburbs, and mm-hmm. it's very inviting to the guests, there's not a lot of restrictions, everybody can bring their blankets, and a cooler yeah. with something to eat, and I love that, it's really like a family summer vibe, and all ages, all kinds of people, so I love the venue, I can't wait for the next one.
0: Oh, yeah, and even though they have vendors there, they encourage us to bring coolers and food and and stuff into the park um, so that, you know. And, I mean, people go all out. They bring just um, not just coolers, but they have tables and chairs, and uh, they just go all out. It's
1: really fun. Like to that's, that's kind of like what we'll do, we do in New York. When we have barbecues, we bring out. Trays and, trays and trays and trays and trays and trays of food, tables and chairs and cards and dominoes and instruments. Yeah. And we go all day. So I love that. I, I mean, I love summer and I love being outdoors and I love those kind of things like barbecuing and just eating and just making an event of it. And it's fun. And I think people really look forward to it. That venue is something is It's the Clarks County Amphitheater. Is that right?
0: Yes, yes. Every summer yeah. they put on a, a free con- free jazz, summer jazz series called um, Jazz in the Park. So we look forward mm-hmm. to it every summer.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it is fabulous, mm-hmm. fabulous.
0: All right, so let's get into International Groove. Tell me about this release.
1: Well, it's my third CD uh, as an independent artist, and uh, I'm so excited about it on in so many different ways. Um, it's I released the CD on my own record label, so that was something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also when I, the beginning of that CD was when I opened my recording studio in my home. So that was new. So there was so much freedom. It was attached to making this record, um, just, you know, doing it on my own. And, you know, I mean, I really shouldn't say solely on my own because I had a fabulous co-producer, Zelouise Oliveira, who's been with me from all of my recordings, but it was just kind of a new vibe, and I wanted something that was really representative of who, what I am, with so many different musical genres of where I come from, what I do, what I've done, what I enjoy, and that's, you know, we we got the name International Groove, and it was fun making it, and I'm really, really excited about it, and I'm happy with it. And, and it was, like I said, it was kind of a, a, a new thing, and there was a lot of freedom involved, a lot of creating. Mm-hmm. And, and most importantly, it was fun to make, and that, that's important.
0: Now, you mentioned that you, as an indie artist, you had the freedom to do what you wanted um, on this release. Is that sometimes a a blessing or a curse?
1: I think that it could be both at times. And, you know, when I mean the freedom, the first two albums I did, I didn't have a studio in my home. So mm. when it was time to work, I would have to leave, go somewhere, and then on that, being on that clock, say, from 9 to 5, you, No matter how you were feeling or what you were feeling at that moment, you were forced to create and be spontaneous on the clock, whereas yes. having that freedom of a studio in your home, you, I, it could be cooking something and get an idea and run into the next room and make a beat, and then put something, get something going, and then go back and cook a little more, and come back and get something going, and it's just, it's (laughs) kind of on my own time, and it became a really beautiful sketch pad, and like, the studio that I have at home is just a very basic studio, but like I said, it's kind of like you know a template to create on, and at my time at three o'clock in the morning or at six o'clock in the morning, when I was feeling the vibe, if it was a Sunday or a Monday, it didn't matter it was there, and that's what gave me the freedom now, on the other side of your question it I believe that music is a shared experience, and it's like food mm-hmm. and when you put different food groups together, like you put different musicians together, it creates a pot and Sometimes working alone, you can get a little bit too much of you, and it's nice to incorporate working with other people, human emotions, soul, and and vibes, and that kind of creates something different, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. So having a home studio helps a lot, frees your mind, frees your thinking, and um, mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want with that. That's awesome. So then yeah. we have the result of international group now. Was it just you on the CD? Do you have any um, other guest artists working with you?
1: Well, it it was a project that when I sat down to begin, I had a conversation with one of my my best friends, one of my mentors, and a musical partner of mine, as I mentioned, Zé Luiz Oliveira, who is a fabulous Mm -hmm. saxophonist and percussionist from Brazil. And we sat Mm -hmm. down and I said, I'm getting ready to start an album. I want it to have an international flavor. I don't want it to be a smooth jazz record or a reggae record. I just want it to have all kinds of world rhythms on it. And I want to do this with you, and I want to co-produce it with you. So we started together. and A lot of the songs were my original compositions. We wrote a couple together, but we co-produced and worked together on the project from the beginning through the end. So we didn't have any outside guests except on one song, I invited my good friend Will Donato to play sax on it, and, and mm-hmm. uh, that was a lot of fun. That was great.
0: Okay. Now, the title track um, of this release is a perfect example of the title of a song. Um, International Groove is only two minutes long, but I want to play this and then um, ask you about it later uh, afterwards okay. so and explain it. But this is the title track, International Groove. We cannot do it. Divide in there is that what we can't do. track international groove from JJ's new release international groove now explain that um track and each of the songs that you put on there
1: okay it's it's kind of a conceptual introduction and when there was something that i composed at my house and when we were getting ready to put the guitar on the track my co-producer says, "I think you should leave the guitar off completely, just to make it as a prelude to what's to come." So which is when I thought about that, I figured, that kind of makes a statement, in a way, more than just putting the guitar down just to put it. So the concept of that intro is it's supposed to be a radio of the world, as you mm-hmm. can kind of hear. The, the the music begins, and then the listener, uh, you remember maybe because back when we didn't have digital radios, we had a knob that we would turn through static to find radio stations. Remember those good old days? yes Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the, the listener then is looking for something, and as they re- go through the dial, which you can hear, they find another mood from somewhere else in the world. And then they continue to go through this, And then they hear a statement by John F. Kennedy that's supposed to say some sort of hope. It's supposed to give you a feeling of hope where, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. So some kind of a hope that we're looking for a positive message. Now, as the listener continues to go through the the radio of of the world, he comes to different corners of the world, Africa and India and so many places. And then you hear there's a swing track, which is supposed to be from, like, you know, 1950s New York City. Got to bring a little bit of home in there. And then at the end, when it changes into a new song, it's supposed to uh, evoke thought process to you, where you're thinking, mm. where's this taking me? And then it gets a little bit dark towards the end, mm. which is supposed to be give you sort of a pessimistic mood. So... I wanted to kind of bring you on a journey of the world, and then that, when the song ends, it's when the album actually begins with all the different stuff, all the different kinds of songs that are on the record.
0: I love that. I absolutely love that because it definitely tells the story of the CD and the title of the CD. Um, I like that. Very,
1: yeah. yeah that's really good. Nice. I wanted really I, you cool. know, I I I you know, with jazz music, when there's no words... It's, mm-hmm. You have to tell a story with sounds and emotions and to, to give you thought process. <clears throat> when there's songs with lyrics, they, can, they might not be as direct with the meaning, but they still can lead you easier than with music alone. So I was trying to really create a concept of where the album was going to take you and uh, I'm glad that you like it. I'm glad that And i got yeah. glad I got a chance to explain what it was all going on there. Yeah, really nice. All
0: right, I'm going to play the next track, which is Footsteps. Tell me about this one.
1: Footsteps is the actual current radio single that's out right now. And um, it's got some vocals in it because, uh, you know, many, many, many people have said to me over the years, as I'm sure people, a lot of people have said to other artists. Oh, what about incorporating some vocals? And I, I did I, I've never been a hundred percent game about putting songs on my albums in a traditional verse course, verse chorus, like songs you know, with the singer singing a verse and a course. Uh-huh. But I like the idea of using vocalists as instruments because uh, uh-huh. I was I was um at Berkeley College of Music and was I graduated as a commercial arranger So I was put in situations Where I was arranging for big big Orchestras Where I was using vocalists as instruments Rather than as necessarily singing words So footsteps is um, You know It's got vocals, it's got horns I tried to bring some of my Influence of Quincy Jones With flutes and trumpets And all these different things And funk And uh you know, it's supposed to, you know, footsteps, the meaning of that <clears throat> is supposed to give you movement forward. Footsteps means movement. Movement is life. So that's why I thought it, it, that musically it felt good to start the record with. But now it's footsteps. It begins the journey through the record and, you know, trying to follow up the intro. All right. This is footsteps.
0: From JJ's new release, International Groove. JJ, have you ever thought about doing a solo
1: guitar CD? You know, I I have uh, because I I I like not necessarily in a in a Joe Pass style of jazz guitar solo jazz guitar, but I really like playing acoustic guitar, and mm. I I and you know with the acoustic guitar, I, I like to use it very rhythmically like the actual guitar. Like I like to to bang on the guitar and tap the guitar and strum. And it, it's a very percussive, the acoustic guitar is a very percussive, percussive instrument. So I, I have thought about doing that. And uh, I just got one of my guitars back that I've had for many years and some work done on it. And it's, it feels phenomenal so maybe something'll come out of that <laughs> mm.
0: how many guitars do you own
1: i have not as many as some people and i definitely have way too many for living in such a small apartment in new york city but <laughs> I, I have about i have about a, i have about 11 or 12 guitars
0: so when you are preparing for a gig, how do you decide which guitar to take?
1: I usually don't take more than two guitars just for traveling on on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I generally take my main guitar, which is a Steinberger guitar, with me because it happens to be a little smaller. It, it's very reliable. It it, it carry um very seldom am I troubled getting on a plane with it because it's smaller and then I can check a second one but I kind of you know I don't want to play favorites all the time but there's certain guitars that are better for certain things Mm -hmm. I have one guitar which is a really good like rock guitar but that doesn't do me too good on one of my tours because I might use that only on one song while another guitar is more a great rhythm funk style guitar where I could use a lot more. So I generally narrow it down to my main one and then one of two or three other ones.
0: And is that the case on international groove?
1: I used so many different guitars, acoustics, mm-hmm. steel string acoustics, nylon string acoustics. I mean, I, I used uh, at least seven or eight different guitars on this record. Wow. And it was and it was fun because, like, you know, I'm like I mentioned to you before, having that freedom of having this, this template to, mm-hmm. to, to do music in my home, I might have one of my guitars out and I'm just playing and then I get an idea and plug it in and go and then we're, we're on to something. And that guitar was the source of the inspiration, so it continues. And then maybe I'll use another guitar on a different part of that song so it's kind of just a vibe or a feeling, you know. When it's like, you know, it's like cars. I think sometimes I've never had more than one car, but you know, a sedan like a Cadillac or a Lincoln is, I I wouldn't be speeding in that car. I'd be just kind of lounging and driving slow. And but then if I had a small Maserati or something sporty, I'm gonna feel a little bit more frisky and want to drive a little bit. Quicker and maybe more daring. So, you know, there's different feelings that cars give you. The same thing as different feelings different guitars give you. Okay,
0: I have a great question from Ollie in the chat room. He wants to know: Have you ever picked the wrong one for a gig?
1: <laughs> the wrong guitar for a gig? Yes, yes, I, 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 I have, I have, um, <laughs> Because, like we mentioned with cars, if you have a Ferrari or a Maserati or a Cadillac, they're going to perform at a high level. Now, there might Mm. be a a little car like a Toyota or or a Honda that's going to be comfortable and have a good feeling in, but when you need a high performance you might not be able to give you. It might not be able to give you what you need, and that's the same thing with the guitars too. I've had some guitars that are fun to play, but they can't perform to the quality of some of my higher end guitars. Live.
0: Interesting. Yeah. That was a great question. question. Thank you,
1: Ollie. Yeah,
0: it was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Island Girl is the next track. Tell me about this one.
1: All right. So you know, as we're going through the journey of the CD, we're we're moving forward footsteps. We're on a journey now. So now we're mm-hmm. taking you on an international journey and we're taking you to Jamaica now, which uh, mm. Jamaica is a very, very special place to me. I've had the opportunity with working with so many regular artists over the last 30 years And, you know, still touring with Maxi Priest now after 19 years. And reggae is is part of my heart and soul and a a very important part of me. So I had to bring, you know, some of that Jamaican reggae flavor. And what's a better way to do it than to dedicate it to the, the beautiful Caribbean women? That's why I named it Island Gal. So that's a little bit about that one.
0: All right, I'm talking to guitarist J.J. San Sanzambarino about his new release, International Groove. If you have a question you'd like to call in, the number is 646-716-5485. This is Island Gal. Gal from J.J.'s new release, International Groove. J.J., who are you listening to?
1: I listen to so much all the time. It's so hard. I, but I will admit, I uh, my favorite radio station to listen to in New York has been around forever. It's called WBLS. And it plays mostly R&B music from the 80s, the 90s, 2000, mm-hmm. stuff from sh- like sh- from sh- like Sade to Jaheem to the Isley Brothers. I-, I just, that's always been and is my favorite. I love to listen to sh- old school jazz like Miles and Coltrane and mm-hmm. I listen to that usually in my office during the day when I'm working and, you know, and But um, I'm always keeping my ears on all the great smooth jazz Which is coming out It's it's changing so much It's becoming really contemporary and new So I'm always listening to that And, you know, I'm a sucker for all the classic And all those old school sing-along songs You know, oldies but goodies too But most of the time I'm just I'm listening in my car to WBLS Kind of smooth jams and, and, and jazz music That's my favorite
0: Okay, um, you have not done a holiday uh, record. Are you going to be doing one eventually?
1: It's, uh, you're right. I don't have one, and my brother-in-law Alex Valenti, who co-produced my first and second album, has been on me to do this for for quite a while. The <laughs> the, the problem with it is is. I always think that I have more time to do it than I actually have.
0: You know, <laughs>
1: you need to be finish It's like recording holiday music in summertime feels strange. Yeah. And but yeah. you can't st- start recording it when the snow's falling. So I, it's definitely on my radar because I have a lot of great songs and ideas to redo a few things. So I, you know, I'm in the middle of just finished this album, and I'm in the middle of halfway through another album with another producer friend of mine, which has a really new sound. I'm in the middle of doing another record, which is a reggae jazz album. And then I'm in the middle of doing my own record at my own, at my uh, completely on my own here. So I'm sort of in the middle of three CDs. And I have a, I have a lot of ideas. I want to do a holiday record and I want to do a live record. So I figure, ah, yeah. I, I should just keep chipping away because you know one thing that I haven't been able to transcend to is a lot of the music, a lot of the music that we do, I, I find myself thinking to fit a format: four minutes, three and a half minutes. Always thinking of radio, but I wanted, I have a lot of songs I've written over the last 20, 25 years that are more traditional jazz with a little more Mm avant-garde they don't fit into radio and Mm -hmm. it's something that can't be sat in a studio program, it has to be put together with people and done all together live and these are some songs that could be 7 or 8 minutes so I'm really starting to focus in on doing that also but I don't want to open up so many other too many projects at once But uh, I like working with so many different people because I like to work every day. And if I'm doing a CD with one guy, if he's only available once a day, that means I'm really only going to get about, I mean, once a week. I'm only going to get 30 sessions out of the year from this guy. Now, Mm -hmm. if I can work five days a week that 30 sessions with different people – That means I'm going to get 150-plus sessions out of the year instead of that. So I'm willing to work every single day. And if this guy can work Monday, I'm working with you Monday. If this other guy says I'm working Wednesday, then I'm working with him Wednesday and so on and so on because I really have so much music that I want to get out there. Yeah. Wow. All
0: right. Okay, the next track, When I'm With You. Tell me about this one.
1: This was, was, was really, really fun to make. And um, I placed it at this point on the record for two reasons. One, it has a real commercial sound, a real easygoing sound. Like we just come from Jamaica now, and now we're just kind of cruising. And When I'm With You, the title kind of says it all. For me, it's about When I'm With You, you know, your loved one, the woman that you want to be with, your significant other, whoever that might be, it's supposed to kind of, bring some romance element to you so now you know, you know we the CD started, and we're moving, we're in the Caribbean, now you know you're thinking about your love interest a little bit and that's why I placed the song here because I kind of wanted to turn again and just kind of go into cruise mode and this was it was a lot of fun to make, it was the first song that I recorded in my studio when I set it up so it's the oldest song on the record um, as far as producing it and, and I was co-written by myself and Zella Louise and a great friend of mine here from New York, my keyboardist, Etienne Lytell. So this three of us wrote this collectively, and that's the only song on the full C D that has three writers. So it's a lot of collaboration and it was a lot of fun making it.
0: All right. When I'm with you. Hey. JJ San Saperino's brand new release, International Groove. Now, JJ, there's a page on your website. I want to ask you about the VIP slash radio page. Tell me about that.
1: Uh-huh. So, I um, I had a friend of mine who uh, did uh, some of the maintenance on my my website and uh, kind of helped me with some of the concepts of it. And he suggested, you know, I can make a page for you which is a VIP page so that anybody in radio you can give them a passcode and they can go in put the passcode and then they can download your entire album in WAV files this saves you sending them out the postage the, the actual losing the merchandise and it gives radio the immediate availability to having those within minutes rather than if I have to send something to, say, Hawaii or to Japan even uh, can get pricey. And this is, I think, a great way to share the music. Uh, And, you know, I can also, for the musicians that um, worked on the record with me, if they want to hear something, I could send them a song or I could give them the code and let them go on there and take a listen to everything. So I thought it was kind of a cool you know, and a unique idea. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. All right, so
0: where are you performing next?
1: Well, you know, this has been a great and exciting week as uh, uh uh the CD released yesterday, Wednesday, September 19th, and I am leaving this Saturday to begin a 10-city CD release tour. So it are beginning this weekend in Sedona, Arizona. I have two nights at Sound Bites Grill in Sedona. And then uh, heading up to LA, to Studio City, to return to one of my favorite venues, which is called Vitello's, which is an old mm-hmm. jazz club, has been in for many years. Uh, great Italian restaurant. And I'm going to be doing my official California CD release at Vitello's. And so. That's going to be on Saturday, September 29th. and then mm-hmm. from there we're headed to, uh, back to New York, and we're going to. I got a show in Durham, North Carolina, uh, Col- uh, Columbia, South Carolina, uh, Montclair, New Jersey, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, looking at something now in Charlotte, and. Uh, then a, a, it's got to keep forgetting there's so many different places, but those are the first few. And uh, so it's, the CD is out and the tour is starting. So the timing has just been unraveling wonderfully. And speaking of uh, Las Vegas, it uh, looks like we may be doing uh, something there at the beginning of the year. Uh, a friend of mine has done some promoting has invited me to come do something. So I'll be excited to be coming back to Vegas, Terry. I'll get to see you again.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, two Mm -hmm. things um, about the tour. On the September 29th date at the
1: Kellos, there is a
0: meet and greet listening party.
1: Yeah, I wanted to make, you know, this like a a fun event. Um, And what I decided to do is I never really meet with anybody before a show because I'm Mm kind of just getting into my zone and, you know, Trying to keep my clothes clean and standing up so nothing gets wrinkled you know, and <laughs> all this crazy stuff. <laughs> but um, I, I'm, yeah, that's true. That's true, Terry. <laughs> um, so for Vitello's, I decided to make it a little bit different because the 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 venue has got so many different rooms to it, and there is then when you walk in the foyer, the lobby, and then there's like a To the right is a bar and a nice dining room. There's there's a private room in the back. But now, if you're still standing in that lobby and you go up a flight of stairs, there's a party Mm -hmm. room that holds about 75 people. And And there's a bar there also. And then if you continue up the stairs, you enter into the main room, which seats 120. Now, I thought it would be fun to do a meet and greet at 630, play the record, let everybody listen to the record for the first time. You know, take some pictures and um, and uh, have a little fun with everybody. Listen and party. Have a little pre-party. And the, the CD is only 40 minutes, so that gives everybody then 20 minutes to get back into the main room. And mm-hmm. uh, then the show is going to start at 7.30, and we're going to play everything from the CD. And then uh, a special treat at the end is that a couple of songs, some extra songs that people are kind of familiar seeing me do, but uh that we get to have some fun to close the show out with. And I have a great, great band. I have uh my friend Omari Williams who uh is Boney James's uh drummer yeah. and mm-hmm. my great friend Kevin Florinoy who plays keyboards and Kevin has plays with Shaka Khan and Pointer Sisters and works with everyone and then my good friend Will Gaines, bass player, who works at Marion Meadows and is just so busy and then rodney taylor will be joining us on sax and then myself well, But be, it'll be a lot of fun because a, a lot of my la musician friends will going to come down and sit in and make it a, a real and jam and make it a real fun kind of a vibe so i'm really looking forward to it i really want my cali people to come out and represent and not to miss this night because it's going to be special
0: Okay, and then there's also a free download card for the new single Footsteps. Now will that be available at Patelos?
1: Absolutely. What I'm decided to do is I wanted to give something to everybody. So for the entire okay. tour with all those okay. cities that I mentioned, any show that I do which is called C D release tour, every single person that buys a ticket in attendance is gonna get a free download card. Of the radio single footsteps, because I want everybody to be able to take something home. Because you know, when you have a CD release party, people are paying the admission to come in. Mm-hmm. They're paying to the have to have something to drink, to have something to eat, and then to feel necessarily obligated to buy my CD there. I know everybody can can afford to do that. You know, and everybody can afford a two hundred dollar night out. So yeah. I just want people there to celebrate, and that's why I wanted to give everybody something. So that even if they don't have the means that night to buy a CD, but they have, they got it together to come and to party and celebrate. I want to give them something to take home with them, which is c- complimentary of me. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome.
0: All right, I am going to close the show with track number five, which is Summer Dance. Tell me about this one.
1: Oh. Great song to end on. Uh, this is a song that I play acoustic guitar on, so it's a lot of fun. It features my friend Will Donato on saxophone. Daryl Williams played the bass. Tony Moore played drums, and um, and uh, my and my my friend Huge Groove mixed this track, and it's a Ooh. fun song. And uh, it's it's interesting because there's a whole video concept that I'm about to start putting together and filming at the beginning of next year uh, because I have this great visual for this song, of Summer Dance, in New York City where you get to see what we do, for those who don't get to frequent New York or have never been here, how we get down in the summer and barbecuing and playing handball and you know, girls double-dutching on the street and sitting on the street corner playing cards and riding in the car. with the t- All the great things and all the great spots like in Brooklyn and Queens and Manhattan. I have this great concept to film, so I just cannot wait to film this video for this song. So that's a little bit of preview about it before you get to listen to it. So um, it's a great one to end on, Terry.
0: That sounds like that's going to be a lot of fun. Wow. Oh, I can't all wait right. to make it. All right. I will close the show with summer dance. Let everyone know where they can find you on social media.
1: Well, it's very simple. You can find me on my website, JJ com, and JJ is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Same name. It's mm-hmm. everywhere. My physical CD is available directly from my website or directly from my hand at a show and digitally I'm available everywhere from iTunes to Amazon, et cetera, et cetera.
0: All right. Well, Mr. San Saverino, thank you again for another interview. I really appreciate it. Um, and I'm so happy I got a chance to meet you finally and hopefully I'll see you again um, next year.
1: Terry, thank you again. This is twice. You've had me on your, your wonderful show and, Like I said, it was a real pleasure to meet you. I can't wait for the next time we get to hang a little bit more. You're a lovely person. I appreciate what you're doing, and I love all the great stuff you're doing for Smooth Jazz. Thank you so much, and God bless you.
0: Oh, thank you. God bless you, too. Have a great evening, and tell Sharon I said hello.
1: I will. Good night, Terry. Good night.
0: Good night. All right, that was guitarist J.J. San Savarino. His brand-new release is called International Groove. Check that out on his website, jjansansavarinos.com. Also, um, if you're in the area on his touring schedule, you can find that on his website as well. Go and check him out. I think you will totally enjoy his show. Um, Nice show, nice performance, high-energy show, so definitely check that out. And get that free download card of the new single, Footsteps, while you're there. Ollie, thank you for hanging out with me in the chat room this evening. Always good to see you. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz, and I look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. This is Summer Dance. Mm.